Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. You know, whenever they say drive through, like they have drive through flu shots or drive through flu vaccines, I keep thinking of drive by. And I'm like, <laughs> you just, they slow down and they throw it out the window at you real quick. And I'm like, is that, but then I get confused. I'm like, oh, drive through, right? You just roll down your window. And then they give you the, uh, then they give you the flu. What's up, everybody? It's the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. That's our number if you're trying to get through today. And today's the day to get through. You know why? Because today is something we call Whatever You Want Wednesday. And this is something that we created uh, on a – it was a Wednesday, I remember. And we had literally nothing to talk about. Like, absolutely – I looked at Josh and I said, do you have anything to talk about? He goes, no, I don't know. We I have nothing to talk about. Uh, he didn't even have any good dad jokes. So what we did – he had a bunch of bad ones, but he didn't have any good ones. And so we just said, well, you know what we should do? We should just open up the phones, let it, let everyone say whatever they want. And, and then, of course, Josh – the king of alliteration, said, whatever you want, Wednesday. And lo and behold, it became one of our most um, most favorite segments of the uh, of the week. So we're going to open that up here in just a minute. There is a vice presidential debate today, by the way. Did we figure out who the moderator was, Josh? Did you ever find that Let me ask my buddy before I answer Your you. Your buddy, Google? Uh, it sounds like you're talking to him first. Moderator of okay. the vice presidential debate. Taking my friends, I see. Is Susan Page, USA Today's Washington Bureau Chief. Um, so she'll be uh, she'll be in Utah and she'll be moderating the debate between Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris, um, who was the Democratic vice presidential nominee. I, you know, vice presidential debates, they could go either way. It, it used to be that the vice presidential debate was really the only time that most Americans got to know anything about these candidates because there we didn't have this 24 hour news cycle. I remember. I remember what was it, Lloyd Benson and and uh, Al Gore? Or no, I'm sorry, it was Lloyd Benson and the other guy. What was his name? The guy that couldn't spell potato. Do you remember? Uh, uh, oh man, I, now I can't remember. It was George Bush's vice, vice Dan Quayle? Thank you. And so it was it was Dan Quayle and Lloyd Benson, and he was old, and the other one was young, and uh, they had this debate, and it was the first time I'd probably really heard either of these men speak. I had no idea what Lloyd Benson sounded like. And Dan Quayle, you'd seen his picture, but you weren't really sure, you know, what kind of a guy he was. Nowadays, though, I mean, with Mike Pence being the vice president and we've seen him already give speeches and we've seen him on the campaign trail and we've seen I mean, he's he's really taken on uh, a hands on role um, as vice president. He's done a lot of in, of stuff that typically vice presidents don't do, much like Dick, Dick Cheney did in the Bush administration. Um, and totally the opposite of what Joe Biden did during the Obama years. But anyway, so so we all I think everybody knows what Mike Pence looks like, knows how he talks, knows what he's all about. Kamala Harris, since she was a nominee, we've seen her debate. We've heard her speak. We've seen her out stumping and campaigning. We've heard all the terrible things she said about Joe Biden already. We already know that she thinks he's a racist, old white elitist. Uh, you know, we understand kind of what she's what she's up to. And, and it's not really, you know, a lot of people, for the most part, already know these two candidates. So the vice presidential debate, in my humble opinion, doesn't hold as much weight as it used to be. I mean, even Paul Ryan, I had I knew who Paul Ryan was when he ran with Mitt Romney. I knew kind of that he was, you know, a young Republican up and comer or whatever. But I didn't know anything about how he spoke or what his, his intellect was like or his ideas until that debate he had with Joe Biden. And that debate between Paul Ryan and Joe Biden was very telling about Joe Biden because he played the folksy old dude and he was just Mr. Good Time Guy. And that was probably the first time you saw that side of him as well. So it, it doesn't it doesn't seem as exciting. It's not like you're going to go in and, and get a new look at who these people are. We already, again, because of the cable news cycle, because of Twitter, because of Instagram, we've seen videos of Kamala Harris over and over, over and over again. We've seen her, um, you know, we've seen her parodied on Saturday Night Live by Maya Rudolph, who I'm going to be honest with you, should just run for vice president because they are it's spitting image, spitting image. And a, and a big part of that is because for the first time in a long time, Joe Biden picked an adversary, someone who was also vying for the nomination, which is an odd thing to do. 
It's an odd thing to do. You never you don't pick somebody who spent six months telling everyone why you'd be a terrible president. You never really pick that person and put them on the ticket. Donald Trump didn't. Donald Trump had like 19 other people to choose from. He could have chosen Chris Christie, Marco Rubio, Jeb Bush, Ted Cruz. He could have chosen any of those guys. He didn't. Why? Because he knew it would be very difficult during the campaign to explain away all the terrible things that those guys said about him when they were applying for the same job. Uh, you know, before that, Barack Obama, you know, Barack Obama didn't choose Hillary Clinton as his running mate. No, he stuck her out as secretary of um, the secretary of state. He went and chose Joe Biden, who I guess he thought a lot of people had forgotten about. Uh, you know, who else? I mean, it, it, it goes just over and over again. George W., you know, George W. picked Dick Cheney, who was the guy in charge of finding the vice presidential candidate. They put Dick Cheney in charge of the hunt. Who, what, which Republican is going to be the best choice to be George Bush's vice presidential candidate? And Dick Cheney comes back and says, couldn't find one. <laughs> There's nobody qualified to be your vice president. So George Bush says, oh, hell, you just do it, Dick. And uh, the rest is the rest is history. So that's kind of where we are today. Now, next week is the big debate in Miami. And that's the one I think people are really looking forward to. That's the one yesterday we spoke with Eric Trump about. And they're planning this massive I mean, you want to talk about boat, boat parades? The biggest boat parade to date will be in Miami next week for the presidential debate. Right before the debate, Eric Trump and like thousands of Miamians are going to get on their boats. They're going to go right down through the center of town, and they are going to troll Joe Biden big time. Then they're going to get off the boat. They're going to change. They're going to go to the debate place, whatever it is, and then they're going to sit down and watch Donald Trump uh, in this. Now, it's a new format. It's a town hall-style format. But it's I would say you're going to see some sparks fly as well. I would this is going to be the, probably one of the first appearances Donald Trump makes post um, isolation. And a lot of it's going to be the first time a lot of people are going to be watching to see how he reacts. And this is, I think, going to be the interesting thing about next week's debate, because in next week's debate, you're going to really see Donald Trump being the focus. Everyone was really focused on Joe Biden. And it was, you know, Donald Trump was trying to, to steal that attention, trying to um, knock him off his game. Everyone was like, what dumb things is Joe Biden going to say in this debate? In this debate? And Donald Trump just totally uh, took over, had to fight back the moderator, had to fight back the vice president, took over that debate. But I think in this next debate, it puts Donald Trump in a unique position because now coming back from isolation, coming back from COVID-19, everybody's going to be looking at him to see how he does and what he says. And Joe Biden is probably going to be an afterthought. And I don't think that actually bodes well for his campaign. So anyway, if you want to watch the vice presidential debate, um, you can do that. It's We're also streaming it live or we're playing it live here on WOKV if you want to watch it and or if you want to listen to it. And then, of course, tomorrow we will have uh, a recap. There's look there's Kamala Harris. She's going to come up with these one liners like. Like, you know, Americans don't want to see us have a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. That's like her thing. She's got those like witty, you know, I'm a cool girl kind of lines. But Mike Pence is is not only has not only been a great governor before this, but has been an incredible vice president and is a really great spoke. Right now, he's the only spokesperson moving forward or the number one spokesperson for the campaign while the president's. Uh, off the campaign trail. So it should be, you know, it should be a pretty decent debate tonight as well. I don't know how fiery it's going to get. I don't know if it's going to be contentious, uh, but there should be some good one liners and we will bring them all to you tomorrow. OK, uh, whatever you want Wednesday, if you've got an open mic message you want to send us, by all means, go to our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV and drop it in there. If you want to get on the phone and say something, 855-765-1045 is our toll free number. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to kick it off here in just a minute. So stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch the Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube or Twitch. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. And today, 
is whatever you want Wednesday, whatever you want Wednesday today. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, commenting via our open mic feature on our mobile app. A lot of people commenting on Facebook and uh, YouTube and Twitch. They're sending us super chats saying, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Uh, Mr. Rover Pilot just sent us a, a super chat that said, is it true that there will be no more debates after tonight? I was told that further debates have been canceled. Mr. Rover Pilot, that is false. That is fake news. That is not something that has happened. There will be a vice presidential debate tonight. There will be no more vice presidential debates because there's only ever one. No one really cares that much about the VP. And then uh, after that, we are going to have a, a debate in Miami um, next week. And then the following debate will be uh, two weeks after that. Wait, I'm sorry. 50. Yeah, two weeks. And then I forget where that last one is. But we'll get we'll get to it. That'll be a good one, too. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Susie is on the line in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are y'all doing today? We're doing great, Susie. What's on your mind? Well, it's Trump Day, of course. Oh, of course it is. Look at that. <laughs> hey, th thanks so much for calling. We really uh, we really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Now, uh, here's the deal. When, yesterday, something happened with Donald Trump that, uh, well, I think we got an open mic message about it. Let me Let me play that quickly. Maybe that, maybe this, maybe we're having a there we go. So ever since President Trump tested positive for COVID-19 and did his little car ride in the, the uh, car and all the Secret Service hubbub and the media, all they've talked about is Trump and nobody's talking about Amy Coney Barrett. And I was just wondering if that was by design. Oh, that's interesting. A lot of people saying if Donald Trump hadn't gone for that ride in the car or gotten COVID-19 with the that. Now, here's the thing that happened yesterday. Donald Trump at the White House, he uh, he released a statement. He tweeted out. He said, look, I have I have um, basically instructed my team to stop negotiating with Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. I've instructed my team to walk away from these negotiations for any kind of stimulus re uh, relief. And they've shut it down. He said, we will, after the election, after we win re-election, we will um, begin, to, we will put forward a package that's good. In fact, here's the tweet itself. Nancy Pelosi is asking for $2.4 trillion to bail out poorly run high crime Democrat states, money that is in no way related to COVID-19. We made a very generous offer of $1.6 trillion. And as usual, she is not negotiating in good faith. I am rejecting their offer. Uh, Senate, Senator Mitch McConnell, I'm, hold on, I'm uh, instructing Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell not to delay, but to instead focus full time on approving my outstanding nominee to the Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett. Our economy is doing very well. The stock market was at record levels. Now, he's basically saying, look, Nancy Pelosi is not negotiating in good faith. She's just trying to get more money to bail out cities that have been destroyed by protesters, cities that have been destroyed by Black Lives Matter and rioting and looting. She's trying to give handouts to these blue state mayors and uh, and governors who are not who are not governing appropriately, who want to defund the police and this and that. It's interesting. They want to defund the police, but then they'll take a handout from the government to fix the cities that they destroyed themselves. So he's like, look, we're not going to do that. We've we put forth a one point six trillion dollar package, which seems like a lot of money, seems like a lot of money. And she's uh, she's just shutting it down over and over again. So he's like, let's end the political theater. We'll wait till after the election. We'll do something with uh, we'll do something, you know, with with the new Senate and the new Congress that's worthwhile. Once they realize I'm going to be here for four more years, um, we'll be good to go. Now, what that means, though, is that he's pushing the attention of the Senate to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court pick in Donald Trump's world and probably the rest of our us is the more important thing at the moment, because that Supreme Court vacancy has to be filled before the election. The election will be contentious. The election will be litigious. The election will be questioned by both sides. The election will end up in front of the Supreme Court in some way, shape or form. You can't have this many states sending out this many ballots without somebody ending up um, suing somebody else and it going all the way to the uh, to the highest law of the land. Um, so you want nine justices in place. And if you're Donald Trump, you definitely want Amy Coney Barrett on the bench. And that's why this is now the focus. Um, so and you know, and I don't think it's a bad idea. The, the stimulus package, the Democrats and this is typical Trump. He will negotiate to a point and then I'll say, screw it, we're done. And that forces the Democrats to come back to the table with something else. He's done it before. He did it before with the wall funding. He did it before when they were going to shut down the government. He did it before when he was negotiating with Boeing for a brand new Air Force One. 
He said, we'll just not, we'll just fly the old plane. And then they came back and said, well, wait a minute. Maybe we don't need to charge you $4 billion. Maybe we can just charge you $1 billion for the plane. And they, they worked out a much better deal for the American people. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. So as, as we look, as, and as we get into the debate today, even this vice presidential debate, that's probably going to be something that comes up. Probably the question about Donald Trump uh, canceling negotiations. Oh, Nancy Pelosi thinks it's because he's on drugs. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, she thinks that Donald Trump is uh, roid raging, basically. She said, she said, the speaker suggested Trump may be affected in his thinking by the steroids he's on, uh, that doctors put him on after his coronavirus, and she's concerned about their side effects. There are people who thought who think that steroids have an impact on your thinking, said Nancy Pelosi. So I don't know. Then she claimed that she's a doctor. Get this. Nancy Pelosi said, quote, I do practice medicine on the side without benefit of diploma as a mother and a grandmother. But I hadn't gone into mental health yet. So Nancy Pelosi reads this tweet from Donald Trump, finds out that he's not falling for her for her, you know, um, her bait and switch, not giving her the money that she wants, pulls out of the negotiations, and she thinks he's roid raging. She thinks that he's angry because of the medicine he's getting for coronavirus, and he's not thinking straight. Um, and she's doing that as an as a as a non diploma holding doctor who takes care of her her kids when they're sick. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. We got to take a quick break. We'll get to your phones uh, right after Tom, Alex, Tracy, Mark, Sandy, John, everyone else hanging on. Hang on one more minute. We'll get to you right after this. It's whatever you want Wednesday on the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. We got a, uh, we got a super chat on our YouTube from Justin Zahner, who wrote, I hope someone calls to talk about Biden's creepy underage dancing girls gaffe. This was, yeah, and I meant to play this yesterday, but we only had two hours and we had so much other stuff going on. And I realized I also never got to the Chris Cuomo saying BS again. But let's be honest, he'll probably say BS again tonight so we can talk about it tomorrow. Uh, but Joe Biden was at some event and there were people dancing. It was in Miami, I think. It was right before his town hall. And he told these girls that when they're older, he well, here we have it. I'm coming back. And I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years older, too. Yeah, that was a little, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I'm not really 100% sure what the context was. I guess there were some girls were dancing, but then there were younger girls there, and the younger girls weren't old enough to dance. So Joe Biden said, hey, come back and dance for Joe when you're four years old or something like I'm not really sure what was going on. I do know this. Yesterday, Joe Biden was in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. He was in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, doing some kind of live event for the six people that he invites to, to some of, one of those things. I watched it. It was probably the second saddest day in the history of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania yesterday uh, with Joe Biden standing there in the field. And I saw a lot of people comparing him to the scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz because he's basically just standing alone in a big Pennsylvania field and uh, wishing he had a brain. And so but I watched the whole thing. It was like 20 minutes. And I have to tell you, it was such a snooze fest. It was, he said nothing of substance. He said nothing that was inspiring or, or exciting. I don't know that anybody actually saw it other than the six people that were there. And he con and continually contradicted himself saying he didn't want to defund the police, saying that, you know, he was all for these things that he's clearly not. And all you have to do is uh, go to his website to find out the truth. But that happened yesterday. He's apparently, man, Joe Biden is campaigning full steam ahead, which for Joe Biden is like, you know, just like a regular, it's like a regular work schedule. 855-765-1045. This is Alex in Nashville. Alex, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Happy whatever you want Wednesday, Alex. Hey, thank you. Love your show, Mark. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. What do you want to say today, Alex? Um, well, so I grew up Republican, but then I kind of changed over to more um, liberal, unfortunately. And then I, uh, through the help of my wife, I made, I made a realization uh, what, I, what my goals were in life, and so we we support Trump right now. I'm uh, we're both conservatives, and so we we live in Nashville, and in Nashville right now there is just so many Biden signs, and I think in all my traveling in Nashville, I think I've seen like one or two Trump signs. Oh, really? And so yeah, and so like my my wife said, we just I want to break this bubble. I want to you know, and so we decided to 
get in touch with a conservative group in Nashville and because we live on a pretty busy road and right. so we're like, well, let's, let's use our house as an advantage. And so we posted a pretty big, got a pretty big sign, bigger than I was expecting, but right. so do. Um, <laughs> yeah. about, about a, we got it about a week ago, last night, 3.30 a.m., um, someone came into our front yard and uh, just ripped it out um, of the poles. It was a big, like it was, it was hooked to metal poles. They, they couldn't, they couldn't even yank the poles out. They just ripped the sign off. And so, my my question to you is a, um, should, uh, like, what do you what do you think about this? And then b, like, should we should should we put up another sign? Is that a sign of is that risking escalation? What do you think? I mean, look, if you put up, here's the thing. First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. So put up another sign by all means. But you want to put up like a camera, you know, get your ring doorbell pointed at it. Or you want to figure out, you want to make sure that you have evidence so that when someone comes and does it again, you can figure out who they are. And if they're in a car, you can track down the license plate or just, you know, even have a some kind of surprise waiting for them. But, you know, Nashville is an interesting place because it is a big city um, in a pretty red state. And Tommy Laren, who's a good friend of ours uh, here on the show, she moved there from California. And if you ever watch her on Instagram, she's always complaining about the mayor because the mayor's been yeah. walking down the city and it's it's been horrible. But, I mean, you're, you're going to have that anywhere. Even here where we live in Jacksonville, it is it's about as red as you can get. But there's a huge Trump banner on the corner near my house. And I drove by the other day and someone had... It's almost like they just they like the, like you said the spikes or the uh, the poles were too 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 dug in to pull out so they just slashed the sign in half and um, you know I mean if that makes people feel better that's fine um, sure. but you know the fact of the matter is it's illegal and it doesn't change right. the fact that Donald Trump's probably going to get a lot of votes <laughs> so hey hey but uh, good luck man and thanks so much for calling we were appreciating and glad that be glad that you met your wife and that she was able to set you straight. Um, that sounds like a good woman you got there. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Sandy in Norfolk, Virginia. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hey, Mark. Good morning. How are you? Oh, doing great, Sandy. Uh, what's going on? What do you want to say, Sandy? Well, I'm getting aggravated with the Weather Channel. Weather oh, no. Channel alert. Oh, no. Weather they're, Channel What do they do? They're nasty Biden ads. Nasty and Biden not the, And they're not putting trump ads on at all yeah well i mean look, and all these biden ads are just putting our president down yeah. and i don't like them and you don't like them so you don't like the weather channel because they're showing all the biden ads exactly yeah well yeah but it's good. I, I, and, and i watch the weather channel so I don't have to listen to the bs everywhere yeah. else no, and now they're airing these stupid things well. <laughs> I know it's aggravating, Sandy. Well, you know what? It, I mean, and the Weather Channel has kind of a you know a more mature, older demographic. Uh, you know, my my in laws are big fans of the, the Weather Channel, for example. So they're trying to hit those that you probably see a lot of ads on the Weather Channel uh, talking about Social Security and stuff, don't you? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, see, because that's the demographic they know is watching the Weather Channel. But at the same time, it's because Joe Biden's paying for that time. It's not because. It's not because, you know, they prefer Joe Biden to Donald Trump. They just want Joe Biden's money. Well, I hope so. Yeah. But yeah. I'm upset because I hadn't seen, seen my sweetie pie on there. No, so what can I say? <laughs> I love my Donald Trump. No. I'm sorry. Well, he loves and you Grandma too, is 70 years old. Yeah. So, and I'm telling you, he's the first president that I ever voted for. Really? Wow. So, well, you get to vote for him again here in just a little while. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks so much for yeah, and that's I mean that's the people always complain about the uh, the TV stations and the radio stations taking the money from Joe Biden, taking the money. From, look, businesses will take money from anybody, uh, but you know the Weather Channel. And again, I don't I, I don't really watch it. You know myself, I have an iPhone, so I don't need to watch the weather. I can just get it. Well, I, I mean, and I hear it here at the studio ninety two times an hour. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, they're going to take money from anybody. You know, if you're if you're rolling in with a million dollars worth of advertising revenue, that radio station, that TV station, that social media company, they're going to take it because that's their job. And if you're not seeing ads for the competitor, that actually could be a good thing because it means that, A, the competitor doesn't feel the need to waste money advertising to your demographic because they have it. They have it all wrapped up. Or if the uh, if the competitor, for example, in this case, Donald Trump isn't running ads in Florida, it's because they think they have a pretty good shot in Florida. You know, if you live in West Virginia, you're not seeing any political advertising on your local news. 
maybe on some of these national outlets, but you're not seeing any because West Virginia is is done. Same thing with Connecticut. The, Donald Trump doesn't spend money in Connecticut on TV ads because Connecticut is not going to go to Donald Trump. Um, and that's kind of the way that's the kind of way, you know, when we because we run Biden ads on this station and people complain about it. But I think to myself, that's the Look, we're taking Joe Biden's money and then we just come on here and we trash him for two hours a day. I mean, that's that's like a, that's a win win. I feel like anyway, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. We had to take another quick break, but we have a ton of phone calls. We had a ton of time. We had all day today. Today is whatever you want Wednesday. So if you want to talk about Nancy Pelosi diagnosing Donald Trump with roid rage and accusing him of being on drugs. And that's why he's he's pulling out of the negotiations and tweeting like a maniac. Have at it. If you want to talk about Amy Coney Barrett and her upcoming nomination and whether or not you think that is what the Senate should be focusing on, no problem. You want to talk about the VP debate? You want to talk about, you know, COVID, whatever it is on your mind, whether it's your Trump sign or those damn Biden ads on the Weather Channel, this is your show today. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app. And he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Mark, don't put this on the air. Oh, I got nervous. Guys, I don't, put, don't put it on the air. I was like, oh, wait, why do I have an open mic that says don't put this on the air? Oh, I can play it? Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, maybe. I mean, hopefully you can play it. Let's see. Mark, don't put this on the air. You will see a Biden sign. Vote for Biden here. The sign is sitting on top of a toilet. You got to see it. It is great. Oh, I see. So don't put the address on the yeah, air. Yeah, so yeah. Someone got a Biden sign on top of a toilet. That's That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Also, if you're going to, by the way, if you're going to leave us an open mic message or call, don't start with don't put this on the air because it's kind of like, it's kind of like our thing. Mark, don't eat that cookie. 855-765-1045. <laughs> oh, I'm eating the cookie. I'm eating the cookie. 855-765-1045. Tracy is in Palm Coast. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Doing great, Tracy. What's up? What do you want to say today for whatever you want Wednesday? Okay. I just wanted to say, I heard this, this, um, expression on on tv and i thought i could read it to you real fast real yeah real fast what is it when the first link of chain is forged the first speech censored the first thought forbidden the first freedom denied this changes all irrevocably starting as man's first freedom is toward upon we are all damaged and i fear that day has come and i think if biden's elected this is this this is going to apply. And the second thing I wanted to say real fast is uh, I think I think Joe Biden talking about the uh, the girls that were dancing. I think that was on the series Cuties, which I think I canceled on Netflix. And so he's hoping they will be four years older when they dance. again. Okay. that's 15 years old. And it's real descriptive dancing. Yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, thank you. thank you very much. He was watching. Yeah, that's what it was. Hope see these girls on Cuties one day. It's on Netflix. It's my favorite show on Netflix. Dr. Jill Biden and I, we watch Cuties. 855-765-1045. Matthew's in Nevada. How you doing, Matthew? Matthew? All right, good. Hey, we'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. This is uh, Catherine in New Jersey. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Doing great. I can believe it. Oh, my God. This is my first time. I'm from New Jersey. Uh-huh. And actually, um, yesterday I was looking Facebook. I was trying to get some information from Donald Trump because mm-hmm. you, you know, I just need to hear from him. Yeah. And then I saw your posting about uh, playing the uh, I will vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. And that's how I got in through my feed. I was like, oh my goodness! Oh, wow. I have to give you some tips. You need to learn how to dance better salsa. Oh, you don't like my salsa? <laughs> well, you know, it was impromptu salsa dancing. I didn't have a partner, so I was kind of, you know, I was kind of like left in the well, lurch. Well, and that was great. Actually, the song was improving the English version with they um, put in there that in order to keep America great, the land of the free and the brave, which is not in the Spanish version. So that's the only thing I wanted to tell to you. So you've heard the Spanish version of it? 
the Spanish version is amazing. It has a great sound. The letters that the, the lyrics is really nice. It says, woman for Trump. We want freedom. That's the reason why we Latinos are going crazy for Trump. Um, because we know he really loves America. That's great. And All right. like everybody says, we um, Latino knows exactly what it means to be freedom. Yeah. And that's the reason why we really are voting for him. And the English versions have actually improved by adding, like, this is the land of the free and the brave, and that's right. why we're voting for him, oh, which right. is amazing. All right, well, Besides Catherine. that, you know, I just want to say congratulations. You look amazing. This is my first time. Actually, I couldn't believe that I'm in the air. Uh, no, you know. I know, yeah, Earth. on the radio. I get it. No, <laughs> Catherine, the radio. Catherine, we're so glad that you called, and we're so glad that you found us, too, and we appreciate you. I didn't even know. there. I'm going to go hunt that down so I can hear the actual original um, Spanish version. And, uh, and, yeah, and you, have to play the, you have to play the um, the lyrics in the moment that they are talking about okay. the land of the free and the brave. I sure will. And uh, the only thing is just like one more thing. Um, how do you think it's going to be tonight's debate? I think tonight's debate is going to be kind of milk toast compared to the last debate. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, compared, everyone's going to be thinking about the last debate and watching this debate, and they're going to realize that Kamala Harris and Mike Pence are going to be much more subdued. They're going to, it's going to be much less reactive. It's going to be more what you typically think of a debate, and it's going to bore the pants off of everybody. So that's my, that's my <laughs> prediction. Hey, thanks so much for calling, Catherine. We really, uh, we really appreciate it. And again, nice to talk to you, uh, and nice to, um, nice to have you call in and, and compliment my dancing. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is Tom in North Carolina. Hi, Tom. How are you? All right. How are you? I'm doing great, Tom. Uh, real quick, what did you want to say? we got about a minute before we have to take a break. What's on your mind? Okay, we'll give you two things. First, the report on uh, mail-in ballots in Oregon, which has been going on for over 20 years. I got it straight from my mother's mouth. Yeah. They uh, they submit uh, requests <clears throat> to mail out, you know, massive. So you, you, you fill out the thing, you send it out, they give you the stuff in plenty of time. Right. You can either mail it out. This year, they don't have to pay for postage out there for their mail-in in Oregon. Yeah. But they also have drop boxes to drop them in their communities. Yeah. And they're picked up, and everything is got to be there by Election Day. Right. And it's it, it works. Secondly, we want to work on uh, eventually trying to get uh, veterans that have had other than honorable discharges. All right, hang on for me one second, Tom. We got to take it. Like I said, we got to take a quick break. But I, yeah, mail-in voting. I mean, some people think it works. Some people think it doesn't. The, th the problem with mail-in voting is that everyone who says it's been working for years, not on this scale, not with this many people, and not with this kind of an election um, outcome at stake. So that's where, you know, things are different now than they have been in every election for the last 20 years. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. <laughs> so, uh, so we got a comment on our YouTube. We got a super chat on YouTube from Alexis who said, hey, do you guys think Joe Biden's going to show up at the vice presidential debate tonight thinking that he's supposed to be there? <laughs> this is vice presidential debate. I'm here. I'm here. Where do I? Wait a minute. What am I? I'm not running for. Damn it. <laughs> I could totally see that. I could totally see that happening. Uh, thanks so much. Al, that made me laugh. That made me LOL. Um, big time. 855-765-1045. Chris in... Uh, I'm guessing, is it Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, perfect. Great. Uh, Chris, what's going on? What do you want to say? Well, I was actually calling uh, and just wondering what you thought about possibly uh, Trump ending the negotiations with Nancy Pelosi. If that could fall under the headline of probably being, you know, the United States not negotiating with terrorists <laughs> because... She is taking the taxpayer money and she's holding it hostage in order to meet her demands of being able to bail out these blue states that have been run poorly. I got to tell you, you people are on fire today. You're hilarious. Everyone is entertaining me today more than I think I'm entertaining them. We <laughs> Donald Trump should have tweeted out, I'm ordering my staff to end negotiations on, on the uh, stimulus package because we do not negotiate with terrorists. 
Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling me. That's really good. That's a really good one. 855-765-1045. This is Edith in Jacksonville. Hi, Edith. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Good, good, Edith. What did you want to say today, ma'am? Well, I told you, Screener, that I think my my question is probably silly, but it still bothers me. Oh, we love silly questions. Those are our favorite kind. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you think it's possible that the, the microphones that the uh, Republicans are using in Washington could be tainted with the uh, virus, and have you ever seen anyone sanitize them between multiple speakers. Wow, you know, that is... Do you think that the microphones have been tainted with coronavirus and that's why only Republicans seem to be getting um, getting stricken with uh, with the... That's a great question. I've heard the conspiracy theory over and over and over again that this was, you know, somebody got to Hope Hicks and coughed on her or sneezed in her face or somebody uh, got to Hope Hicks knowing that she would take it back to the president. She was an, an insider in the Oval Office, and she would spread it around the White House, and this was all a Democratic plot. And people will say, that's kooky, crazy conspiracy. That's unfounded. However, when Donald Trump was holding his rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the first indoor rally um, since the coronavirus crisis, there were ads running on Craigslist, and I think Craigslist took them down, but there were ads running for people infected with coronavirus who would be willing to attend the Republican uh, or the uh, Donald Trump rally in um, Tulsa. And I think they also had him for when when the Republican National Convention was going to be held here in Jacksonville. And then also when it was going to be held in Charlotte, the Democrats or Antifa or some evil group was run, trying to find people who had COVID-19, who had the coronavirus and was going to pay them to go into the event and uh, and just contaminate everybody. I'm pretty sure that was a thing. So maybe, maybe that's maybe that's what's going on. 855-765-1045. Charlene's in North Carolina. Hi, Charlene. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you? Doing great, Charlene. Uh, what do you want to say today? Yes, sir. I was going to tell you, I'm going to see Eric Trump tomorrow, and oh. I'm super excited. You're going to go see, is that the, uh, in, the, in North Carolina? I think he's where is he? The Aw Shucks uh, Farms or something. Yes, sir, in Monroe, all, all shucks. Uh, we actually live in Indian Trail, like it's Indian Trail, Monroe. It's right here. Wow, he's that's 20 great. Minutes, he's going to be 20 minutes from us. So That is great news. So, yeah, you go up there, and he's supposedly putting on a good show. I just got an announcement. I just got an email moments ago. Operation MAGA, Trump campaign announces Eric Trump to host a Make America Great Again event in Jacksonville, Florida, this Friday, October 9th at 11 a.m. at Semco Materials in Jacksonville, Florida. And I thought, you know what, I couldn't, of course, the ego in me takes over. And I think to myself, man, he probably had such a great time on the show yesterday that he thought to himself, I got to go to Jacksonville. That place is great. Those people that listen to the Marque show, they're so nice. So yesterday we spoke with Eric Trump, had a great time talking to him. And then I guess he went off the air and said, let's plan a rally in Jacksonville. And that's exactly what's happening this Friday. Um, if you want tickets, you can go. It's a it's open to the public. If you want to go see him speak, general admission doors open at 10 a.m. Also, I'm a little annoyed that they scheduled it during the show. They brought I me mean, maybe maybe I guess clearly he doesn't want me to be there. <laughs> He's like, hey, let's have a rally in Jacksonville, Florida during the Mark K show. Hmm. Maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe he didn't have a good time. 855-765-1045. Luke in Kansas. Hi, Luke. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, middle of last month, Duke Gingrich was shut down on Fox News after suggesting Soros funding the riots. Yeah. Why did this fall off the media? The, the, what we got back from Fox News was an apology for not showing news some respect, but... It doesn't answer the question. Are like is Fox News in bed with Soros? Is Soros still funding these these riots? I mean, look, there multi there's a there's a lot. I mean, there's a laundry list of people that benefit from bad news. There's a laundry list of people that you know. And there there was a great video I saw. Oh man, I wish I could I wish I could find it. I'd pull some clips. But when you think about how you know how money goes around and around and around, when you have a, a big media company that that can benefit from, you know, showing violence in Antifa and Fox News. They cover the violence in the Antifa riots more than anyone else. CNN stuck on COVID-19. Fox News is reminding everybody that there's violence all over the country. And who is who is paying for that violence? Uh, well, that's George Soros. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a it's a super beneficial relationship. I'm still not 100 percent sure why 
they shut down Newt Gingrich because he wasn't even saying anything that was that was, I thought, not common knowledge. He wasn't really saying anything too too conspiracy theorist or, you know, too cat out of the bag. Um, but, yeah, I mean, of course, Fox News wasn't going to re-report on them pulling the plug on Newt Gingrich. And I don't think he's going to get airtime anywhere else. And I'm not sure why he hasn't, uh, you know, come out and, and, and pushed back on that even more. But there, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with the media. Uh, Michael Savage, uh, you know, who I think we used to air his show, radio, real controversial and super conservative radio host, announced that he's not coming back in 2021 and he can't tell anybody why for legal reasons. Um, you've got, you know, things, quirky things going on on Fox News. You've got Shepard Smith coming back on MSNBC. You've got people on Facebook and Twitter. And, we, you know, even Eric Trump said his rally to 1,500 people that they were live streaming on Facebook got shut down after five minutes. We reported yesterday that, you know, we've seen uh, we've seen the number of people. Well, while our Facebook page continues to climb, I mean, we're pushing almost a million followers on Facebook every day. We get hundreds and hundreds of new followers on Facebook. But yet. The views to our videos continues to go down and the comments we get continues to go down. So clearly there's some kind of something going on um, that, you know, we, we just we have no control over it. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on with New Gingrich. Hey, John and Mandarin, how you doing? Oh, good, Mark. Um, I want to explain why I'll be voting against uh, the local referendum to create a two billion dollar slush fund for the school board. You talking about the half cent sales tax? Yeah, half cent sales tax. Yeah. I did a lot of research, pulled a lot of documents through public requests, and most of what they say is either false, misleading, or a flat-out lie. And I'd like to give you one example real quick. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons they said they needed the money is because the state has not given them enough funds to provide maintenance for air conditioning repairs. It turned out when they said that last year that they actually had $13 million left over for AC repairs. They just chose not to use it. Yeah. There's also, there's also a document here I have on the report that also went into the fact that 21% of the maintenance personnel positions were empty for repairing AC units. So it wasn't a lack of funding. It was just a mismanagement of the school board to take care of those issues john that is why i'll tell you what that is why i am always adverse to giving the government more money not because i don't think they need it it's because i don't trust them to spend it appropriately yes and i again there's no controlling authority over this this is a slush fund yeah there's no one that's going to oversee it other than a local committee of hand-picked people who are going to rubber stamp everything they want. John, you know what? It, it is. It, we we got to take a quick break. But you you reminded me about that. That's something that's huge on the ballot here in Duval County. And we definitely need to talk about that getting closer to the election. That and also all the Florida amendments, because there are a ton of them. Make a, make a note in the air, Josh, or, some, or just pretend you're making a note. So, great. Uh, those are two things we're going to do. We're going to have whole entire shows upcoming on those issues because those are those are big issues and the amendments are super important and i think nobody even really pays attention to them until they get into the voting booth and by that time it's too late to figure out what they even mean 855-765-1045 all right quick break more more of your calls more of your uh whatever you want wednesday phone calls and concerns and questions and ideas and quotes and jokes and everything else coming up so stay tuned to the mark a show on 104.5 wokv it's whatever you want Wednesday. Give Mark a call and talk about, well, whatever you want. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855 1045 is our number. 855 1045 is our number if you want to get through and you want to uh, talk about whatever. And we, man, we've run the gamut today. Holy cow. We've had questions about everything about the half cent sales tax here in Duval County, about signs being torn down in Nashville. Um, and we have a ton more people that want to comment about all kinds of different things. This is Dave in West Virginia. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm fine, Mark. How you doing? Though? Oh, doing really good, Dave. What do you want to say today, sir? Well, I'm just right now I'm looking out in the mountain state, looking at the beautiful leaves changing colors. Nice oh. up here. Yeah, rub it in, my um, dude. <laughs> Palm yeah, trees never change color. <laughs> They're all yeah, yeah, green. Um, uh, one of my two questions, real quick. You can answer them uh, when I get off the air. Uh, National Public Radio—they've been on for years and years, taxpayer-funded, and I probably listened to it the last five, ten minutes. For five or ten minutes, the last. 
20 years, if even that, I usually find it by mistake. But it's always anti-Trump, anti-everything that's conservative. And my second question is, why did, I wish Trump would look into start taxing the NFL. They don't pay any taxes, from what I understand. And they keep getting by. They're doing all this stuff. Why don't they just tax them? Hey, Mark, have a great day. Thank you. Oh, hey, Dave. Oh, Dave's out. All right. Uh, great questions. I mean, I know a little bit about NPR. I personally, there's another issue with NPR. It's not just that they're anti-Trump or this or that, but the, uh, the national public radio system takes money from the government and the taxpayer and it's funded. But they also, and this is something a lot of people don't understand, they also sell advertising. So for traditional radio stations that don't take money from the government and have to go out and sell their own ads, you know, like this one that we work for, they not only get government subsidies, but they also get to go out and take private money as well. And that's one of my personal pet peeves about them. But the fact that, yes, as a taxpayer, you have to fund um, a, a radio station or a TV network or anything that that shares ideas that you don't agree with is something, you know, and a lot of people say, I wish I could just say where my tax money would go. I wish I could vote for, you know, kind of like with your 401k. You take your 401k and you say, all right, I'm going to put in 6% a month. And then they go, great. How would you like to vary up your 6%? Do you want to be conservative? Do you want super aggressive funds? Do you want foreign funds? Do you want international? Do you want gold, whatever else? And you have the little piece of the pie. It would be great if you could do that with taxes. For example, I would 100% donate no money to public education because public education is never going to work. Private education is much better. And if you want to really help children, school choice and private education and vouchers is the way to go. The private sector, we found, I mean, on hands down, hands down, the private sector can help your children learn uh, and, and also uh, turn a profit and create jobs more than any other um, any public education system in the history of the world. Uh, you could also talk about, like, you know, do you want money for roads? Do you want it for the military? Do you want it for the police? That kind of thing. And even, you know, even just doing that would kind of give you an idea of what people are looking for. How many people know that their money's going to things that they don't necessarily like? You know, that was one of the big problems with the Catholic Church during Obamacare. You know, the Catholic Church is totally against contraception. They hate it. They're not into it. It pretty much goes against everything that they stand for. And what happened with Obamacare was they were then forced to offer their employees a health care plan that covered contraception. And the Catholic Church was like, hell no. Well, they probably didn't say hell no. But they were they were all like, heaven no. We're not doing that. And there was a big lawsuit and this and that. So there's there's a lot of things the government takes your money and puts your money toward that you personally may not agree with at all. 855-765-1045. Good question, though. This is uh, Carolyn in Jacksonville. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Carolyn, you there? Maybe she went under a bridge. Uh, for some oh. reason. You there? Can you hear yeah, me? It's, I'm just in, yeah, I'm in a bad spot. I don't know why, because I'm right stop up going in public. Oh, no. How are you, Carolyn? Yeah, what's your question? Oh, I'm doing fine. Oh, good. My thing is all these all these Republicans are, you know, testing positive for COVID-19. Yeah. I haven't gotten to test because I'm not symptomatic, right. so I'm not going to. But how do we know the Democrats are bothering to get tested? And if they are, how do we know they aren't reporting that they're positive? They might just be wandering around anyway. They might be throwing them at Who like knows? None of them. Who knows? Joe Biden doesn't even None know if he's getting positive. Yeah, he doesn't know if he's getting tested or not. He, oh, that was the cognitive test. I'm getting confused. He didn't know. He was like, one day he said, yes, I get tested all the time. And the other day he said, no, why would I take a cognitive test? Look, I mean, it all it all does come down to the reporting. Who is telling you the truth about COVID-19? I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people go get tested Find out they have COVID-19. The doctor says, all right, you need to go and isolate. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And they just go home and they don't say, like, oh, damn it. I can't tell anybody. No one's going to want to talk to me. I'm going to I won't be able to go to work. I'm going to lose money. I'm, you know what? I'm asymptomatic. I'm just going to like, screw it. I'm just going to keep a lid on it. I'm just going to forget about it. I guarantee that happens all the time. I, I mean, it, it has to. How many people go to work with a cold and try to convince people it's just allergies? That happens all the time. 855-765-1045. All right, and we're going to take one more quick break. We do have time for some more of your calls. Keep it up. You're doing great. You guys are great today. You're putting it. This is one of the best shows we've had all this week, and we've actually done nothing to prepare for it. It's all you. So let's keep it. Let's keep the momentum going. 855-765-1045. More of the Marquee Show on the way. Stay tuned. 
Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. It is whatever you want Wednesday today, which means you get to you get to tell us what we're doing today. And a lot of people on our Facebook chat and a lot of people on the YouTube chat are asking to hear that song we played yesterday, the uh, Oh My God, I Will Vote for Donald Trump song, the Latino um, Latinos for Trump anthem, which we found and played yesterday on the show. Uh, here it is again if you missed it. Oh my God, I will you in the mood for like a, a margarita, you know, quesadilla, go vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, and apparently this is the English version of, there's a Spanish version too. Uh, some lady called in from New, New Jersey earlier to say earlier today to say the one we played is the English translation. pretty good so we'll uh, we'll post that on our facebook a little later today if you want to um if you want somebody just wrote oh my god this will be in my head all day again today <laughs> that's very funny that's right you guys are you guys are very funny oh speaking of funny by the way also my friend kelly wrote and i uh, said but don't forget to mention the trump sign in in hollywood california and in california this morning so i don't know who did it i don't know if it was the trump campaign or some prankster or whatever but in california in in los angeles uh, all these people woke up and they started commuting to work. And on a hillside, r- right by the highway, the major highway, somebody built a Hollywood sign style Trump sign, meaning it looked like the Hollywood, you know, the iconic Hollywood sign that you see in all the uh, movies and things. It looked like those big white letters, those big 10 foot tall white letters, only instead of Hollywood, it spelled out Trump on the hillside in Los Angeles. And wouldn't you know it? They took that thing down as fast as humanly possible. They said it was an eyesore and it was causing traffic problems, but uh, there was a great aerial shot of it. The president just re- the president just retweeted it and said, "We can actually take California." I don't know, man. I'm telling you, these polls. I just it, it, you can't watch CNN or MSNBC or Fox News and think this is a legitimate news source and then take their polls to heart. If they're going to report fake news, if they're going to report report fake quotes, if they're going to use fake audience members, which they've been doing, I was, you know, Joe Biden's town hall just the other day in Miami, they said it was all undecided voters, but we found there were actually two people that that the, the, the internet was able to find were, were were on MSNBC claiming to be Joe Biden supporters just a couple of days earlier. They're rehashing known Joe Biden supporters and pretending to have them be undecided voters. If they're going to lie about that. What makes you think they're going to tell you the truth about a poll? You think they're going to plant Biden supporters into an audience and call them undecided voters? And you think that they're going to misrepresent stories uh, about, you know, about the Steele dossier or about Donald Trump's trip to um, trip to France, where he supposedly called all these uh, servicemen and women losers and suckers? You think they're going to continue to push forward this narrative of Russian collusion? You think they're going to do all of that lie about all of those things? And then when they get a pullback that says Donald Trump is tied or leading Do- Joe Biden, they're going to be like, oh, well, we got to report this. No, I would be shocked if they even call anybody. I would be. I think what they do is they probably watch Joe Biden's speech or watch a Donald Trump rally. And if the Donald Trump rally is really good and inspiring, and if there's a lot of people watching it on on YouTube or on on you know OA what Newsmax or OAN or any if there's a lot of interest in it, I think they probably say, well, we need to guys, we need to do another poll, but we need to elevate Biden even more because nobody bought our last one. Eight five five. 765-1045 is our number. This is Kim in St. Augustine. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm great, Mark. How are you doing? Doing really well, Kim. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say today? So anyhow, a friend of mine went to the Republican uh, Party office here, one here in Florida the okay. other day to get sure. some Trump signs. Uh-huh. And the person there was encouraging her to vote by mail, telling her that she needed to do that in case they shut down the polls. In case they shut down the polls. Yeah, I thought that was like BS because, first of all, they're not going to shut down the polls when they get enough votes. And, you know, I don't know why 
She told her that. Does she mean shut down the polls? Because if if there's a lot of turnout on election night and it's 7 o'clock or whatever, the polls will close and she won't get her vote in? Is that what she meant? No, I don't think so. I think it was kind of almost like a conspiracy thing. Interesting. Um, interesting. Yeah. I know you look a lot of poll workers and even the poll workers that hand out the Republican ballots, they're not necessarily Republicans uh, for whatever reason. And, and look, the, I mean, the Democrats, that's the thing. People, they're not dumb. They're you know, they're not dumb. They have they have questionable motives, of course, and they you know mostly hate the United States of America as it's been set up as a political system and also an ideology. But they're not dumb. They know where the power lies. And on Election Day, they're going to stack the polling stations with their people and their poll workers. And they, you know, they control the media. There's a good reason they control the media because they know that that's where the power is, or at least used to be social media. Same thing. Um, They, you know, they know, they know how to get into the positions of power, but for some reason they just don't know how to win a presidential election. 855-765-1045. This is Ellen in Orange Park. How are you, Ellen? Hey, I'm great. Hi, Mark. I love your show. Oh, thank you. Well, the caller the before the break, she already talked about it, but I was, uh, Rush Limbaugh talked about it, that only Republicans get the corona, but no Democrat. Don't yeah. you think that's suspicious? Yeah, it is. It is suspicious, and it's been that way ever since it started. I mean, even some of the first cases or some of the first people we saw that were quarantining, Ted Cruz, uh, for example, and, um, and you know, and uh, Doug yeah. Collins and that kind of thing. You would think that yeah. that Nancy Pelosi, as much as she goes out to get her hair done, and is, you know she's an, uh, an advanced age, um, you know you would think Chuck Schumer, a lot of these people, Chris Cuomo got it, but his brother didn't for some reason. So yeah, it's it's odd. It's definitely odd. I'm not sure what the reason is. I know that there's a lot of rumors uh, floating around. Well, here's another one. Juan in Texas, how are you, Juan? I'm doing good. How about yourself, Mark? Good. What do you want to say? Um, so you know how everybody's talking about the. Um Conspiracy that just Republicans are getting the uh, COVID. Yeah, that's what you um, just called by, yeah. Yeah, there was actually a video that, uh, it's just rumors, of course, but there's video of some tall individual in boots, like wiping down the president's podium right before the debate. Um, and then they have a picture of the person who actually did the disinfecting, you know, before the before the debate. So I guess there's rumors that they're investigating on who that individual is. And, you know, he just wiped down the uh, the sides of the podium and, like, the, the wire that, that holds the microphone up. So they're they're looking into that, I believe. It's it, really weird. That- you, and you know what? And listen, I'm going to be honest with you. And, you know, uh, they had systems in place to protect the president from coronavirus. They had the daily testing. They had the temperature checks. I don't know. I mean, I've you know, you've heard of the food tasters that the kings used to have that would have to taste their food first. And if they died, the king wouldn't eat it because it was poisoned. If... I don't know why there isn't a Secret Service agent or a White House staffer whose job it is to go in front of the president and make sure that every, like with a bottle of alcohol like I have here, you know, every day I walk up and it doesn't matter if I was the last person to talk in the microphone or the first or whoever. I come in and spray my microphone with 99 percent isopropyl rubbing alcohol because I know that it kills all germs. You would think that the president um, would there would be that position in the White House? There would be someone whose job it is to go before the president and sterilize everything to reduce that risk. Uh, because, hey, look, I mean, somebody tried to mail the guy uh, an envelope full of ricin. You know, Ronald Reagan got shot on the street. You don't think that that somebody would be like, all I have to do is cough onto a rag and wipe it on a microphone before a debate? Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it could look. Could it happen? It, absolutely, it could. Easily. 855-765-1045. All right, got to take a quick break. When we get back, we do have a few more minutes. We will squeeze in a few more of your calls and your open mic messages as we wrap up another very productive Whatever You Want Wednesday. It's next on 104.5 WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045. So yesterday, by the way, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Tomorrow, Hannah will be back with us. Um, but yesterday, Josh, the other the other Josh, Hannah, not Josh, the other Josh, Hannah and I all went to Bullseye Indoor Gun Range. Uh, a good friend of ours, a guy who listened to the show, Elvis, he used to be the general manager, invited us out, and he gave us like a little class. And we had, we'll tell you all the Hannah was in there. It was me and Josh and Hannah, and we were all shooting at the targets, so and we did some fun stuff. But uh, we were just talking about the ammo and this, that, and the other. And it was, you know, it, she did very well. 
She did very well. Yep. But she had this like weird gun she kept wanting to shoot. He's like, don't shoot that. He's like, don't shoot that gun. Shoot that gun. She's like, I want to shoot this gun. He's like, no, you don't want to shoot that gun. But but we had a we had a really good time and we went out and we learned a lot of learned a lot of stuff. Uh, for example, you know, uh, with all the um, gun sales. In fact, gun sales have seen this has been the biggest year for gun sales. What with defunding the police and COVID nineteen and uh, all of the protesting and the looting and the rioting, everybody seems to be stocking up on people that never thought they would own a gun now have a gun or or multiple guns. And we were just talking online about how there's an ammo shortage and you should you save your ammo or should you practice or whatever. Uh, but he said, you know, the one thing that people don't realize is they go out, they buy a gun, they buy ammo, they don't get trained. And there's five million people out there who now own a gun who never have. And they're not getting a formal training. They're not learning how to hold it, how to load it, how to keep it in their pants without shooting their stuff off. You know, what to do if somebody actually comes into their home or when to pull the gun. So the trainers are basically begging you. If you know somebody, and it's great, you know, it's your right. It's your Second Amendment right to bear arms. You actually have a responsibility to protect yourself and your family and your property. You have all of that as an American. It's amazing. And guns are, you know, well, for the most part, readily available. There's a Glock shortage. I don't know if you know that, too. I could, I went to buy a Glock. I could only get a gray one. And I was like, a gray one? All right, that's fine. As long as, I mean, as long as it shoots, I don't really care what it looks like. But the one thing he said is, if you know somebody who went out and bought a gun whether it's a rifle, a shotgun, or a pistol, make sure they get training. Because what happens is, if you have these people untrained going out with guns and waving them around or shooting them or, you know, having accidents in the home or somebody's, they're getting stolen, whatever, that, you know, that causes more and more problems for the gun community and the responsible gun owners. And then what happens is, legislation the politicians get involved and say all these people have guns they bought them they have no reason the reason to have them they don't know what they're doing we need more legislation and it ends up hurting everybody who's a responsible gun owner so definitely if you know somebody who got a gun tell them go get trained uh that's all i'm saying eight five five seven six five one zero four five. but we did have some we did first of all we had a blast and uh and no pun intended and we will uh we'll talk about that a little bit we'll tell some of the stories um, with Hannah <laughs> and her guns tomorrow at the beginning of the show. All right, let's squeeze, let's squeeze in a couple more uh, calls here real quick. This is Diane in North Carolina. Hi, Diane. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Doing great, Diane. What do you want to say? Um, as a 60-year-old baby boomer, mm. um, I, we are very concerned, my husband and I, about, of course, the political environment and what it is in what it looks like to us older people that yeah. are getting ready to retire. Yeah. Um, we've talked about, we've traveled outside the country and leaving the U.S. is obviously an option that we'll have to take that action if our retirement is jeopardized by these Dems and leftists that seem to want everything free. Yeah. But um, the biggest thing here is just seeing people that I've known for many years, they were Democrats, reasonable individuals, that have completely lost their mind and think Joe Biden is the answer for this country. That is frightening as hell to me. Yeah. <laughs> so it is... I'm urging people to please understand what is at stake here. We do not have four more years. We don't have any time. We have just a few weeks to hang on to our country. That's what's at stake. Yeah, no, and you bring up a great point. And baby, look, I mean, when you look at these elections, too, and, and you know, some woman called in and said, all I see on the Weather Channel are ads for Biden. And, and, you know, these campaigns, they know who votes. They know who votes. These young people, these rock the vote rallies and these, you know, they go out to the college campuses and you see on, on Instagram every five seconds, are you make sure you're registered to vote? That's great and all, but young people don't vote. They don't vote. There's, they don't vote in the numbers that older people, baby boomers and, and, you know, even Gen Xers at this point, uh, the, the older you are, the more money you make, the more kids you have. If you're a business owner, you're politically involved. If you're young, you go to a rally, right? You'll go to a rally. You'll yell. You'll make a sign. You'll wear a funny T-shirt. You'll post a meme on your on your Insta or your TikTok, whatever. You may even throw the random brick through a building or or, you know, throw a bag of urine on uh, somebody in a red hat. You may think that's fun. But when it comes down to actually voting, the odds are you're not going to do it. And that's why the ads are on the Weather Channel, because the baby boomers and the elderly uh, generation, they're sitting at home watching the Weather Channel. And that's why Joe Biden spends his money there. That's why Donald Trump spends his money there. Um, and if you are a baby boomer, if you're retired or if you're retiring soon, know this. A vote for Joe Biden is not a vote for your future. 
And and I think, you know, the, the good news, again, for Donald Trump is and for the conservatives, really, is that the baby boomers are still the largest voting bloc. They're still the largest generation. Every generation since the baby boomers has been smaller than the one before it. Every single one. Gen X was smaller than the baby boomers and uh, millennials are smaller than Gen X and I don't Gen Y. And then there's like a there's like some other there's some other one I'm missing in there. And they, they get smaller and smaller every single year. So as long as the baby boomers still understand and remember World War Two and remember what we fought against and remember the Soviet Union and the Cold War, as long as you guys are still around and remember that and vote accordingly, the rest of us should be OK. Uh, great job. And, man, thanks for all the calls today. Thanks for all the open mic messages. We got to go. But we will be back tomorrow. Post-debate coverage on the Marque Show. The debate you can hear tonight right here on 104.5 WOKV. Stay tuned. In the meantime, for traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh. It's all next on 104.5 WOKV. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.